Welcome to episode 97 of Monday State of Mind. My name is Michael Mazel. We are in March. Spring is around the corner. Daylight savings time. Oh, we have got some things to celebrate today. I don't know about you guys, but I am so excited for days getting lighter and staying light longer. Sometimes the winter months, you know, they get to you, especially when it's not so light. So with that being said, as you all know, new month, and that means new topic. And this topic for this month is so great. It's pretty deep. It might tug at some heartstrings, but again, I bring topics to Monday State of Mind to help all of you grow through tough moments so that you can come out on the other side with tools and perspectives to help your state of mind work for you and not against you. So let's settle into wherever you're at. Take these next few moments to get present as I kick off this month. The topic for March is significant loss in sobriety. We are going to be talking about what is it like to grow through, and I don't like to just say go through, it's growing through significant loss in sobriety because it's usually a loophole that so many people use to say, well, I can't stay sober through this. Like, how can I possibly do this? And a lot of people go back out. They relapse over significant loss. So this is a really important topic for us to talk about so that my guests can give you guys tips and tricks on how to grow through these moments because we all will grow through moments of loss. It's a part of life. And you can identify loss as losing people. It can be circumstances. It can be jobs. It can be friendships. But we all go through significant loss. And it's about how can we grow through this and actually feel our emotions and not suppress them and get to the other side. So here we go. I will say the guests we have, they have got some amazing things to share with you. And so what I want to share on with significant loss in sobriety is I'm going to take it on the perspective with dealing with the loss of an old life, the loss of the way things were. In early sobriety, I really didn't even think about grieving my old life. I was so focused on the forward thinking of staying sober, finding a new community, finding a new job that worked for me, that was going to set me up for success. And I have to tell you, it wasn't until probably a couple years into recovery that I really gave myself permission to grieve. I will honestly identify as a significant loss, which was an old way of living, an old way of operating. Even though it was harmful and detrimental to me, it was a big part of who Michael Mazel, then Arnold, who Michael Arnold was. And I will say that when I started to grieve it, I was like, okay, this is why people really dislike grieving. 
because it's painful. The emotions suck. Yeah, I will tell you, for me, the emotions suck. And it was hard to identify it, to acknowledge it, and to process it. And I will say, I now know that is why I didn't process it earlier because it was painful. And I don't, I don't feel that I really knew how to process it until I was ready. And so being a couple of years into recovery and finally realizing, Hey, this is something I really need to look at. I finally decided to be open about it. I decided to talk to my sponsor, to my friends in recovery, to my family even, and to not feel bad about being like, Hey, this is a loss. This is something I need to deal with. And it was through talking about it. It was through my recovery community that I found healing. Besides the old life, you guys, like I've had to deal with loss with pets, with having to give up two of my most prized fur babies. When I did a life transition, taking the job at Harmony, I had to give up my amazing little miniature dachshunds to homes that could really care for them and love them. And that was hard. I didn't realize how hard it was. Again, I going through the emotions. That is something that I really believe that people that get into recovery, we really dislike. We dislike emotions. And that's why we drank. That's why I drank. I didn't want to deal with emotions. And I felt that the more I drank, it would just go away. I know that that's not true now. I know that I get to deal with it. It is a gift to be able to acknowledge my pain. It is a big gift, you guys. And so to be able to acknowledge the pain that I had with grieving my old life, grieving, having to give away my amazing little, my amazing little boys, Hammy and Smokey, I'm on the other side stronger. I will tell you that my sponsor told me, Michael, you are going through these experiences so that you can share how you got through them with somebody else that is going to be going through those experiences. And when she said those words to me, I was like, you know what? God, I hate you because you're right. But then I was like, you know what? Yeah, I turned that into excitement. This pain that I'm feeling, all of these tears, all of these emotions with this loss, it's going to help somebody else. Just like she initially told me that my entire past was my greatest asset in order to help people get into recovery. And so I am here to keep this episode short and sweet and to let you guys know the biggest things I want you guys to get from this kickoff to March is that emotions are tough and that a lot of times significant loss is something that we want to look at as an excuse to go back out. And I want you guys, when you deal with significant loss in whatever way you identify it, I want you to look at it not as an excuse to to go backwards, but as an invitation. Look at significant loss as this is your invitation to grow as a human so that you can then take this growth and help other people because it's tough and it's hard. And the last thing I want to make sure that I really hit home on is the community aspect. I would not have been able to grow through the losses that I was feeling if it wasn't for my recovery community. I needed to have community that I could call, that I could text, that I could literally ugly cry to. You know what I'm talking about with ugly crying. 
that's part of healing. And for you guys to know that we're human beings and we're allowed to ugly cry and that we should get mad, we should get upset. And that that is a part of, again, processing that significant loss. This is your invitation to really look at yourself if you are in recovery to be like, oh, is this a loophole that I've been holding on to in your sobriety? Have you been like, well, if my dad dies, I am out. Or if I lose my dog, I am freaking back to the bottle. Ask yourself, is this something that you have been thinking about? And if it has been, let's look at options to grow, to grow your emotional stamina to be like, you know what? I don't need that loophole. I don't want to go out that way. I don't need to revert backwards. I need to keep moving forward, processing emotions, becoming a stronger human being, and ultimately having a stronger mindset. That is what I got for you to kick off March, talking about significant loss in sobriety and how we grow through it so that our minds can work for us. Yes. And not against us. I want to go ahead and end this beautiful episode by reminding you that if you or someone you know is struggling with addiction, please call the Harmony Foundation at 866-686-7867. Recovery is a journey and Harmony gives you the map. All right, you guys, I'll see you next week.